What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? You are now tuned in to the King Speaks podcast. I am your host, King Genesis. That moniker is an acronym that simply means God's youth need education, so I speak. Now, without further delay, your information, education, and inspiration is on the way. Welcome to another episode of the King Speaks podcast. I want to thank you all for taking time to listen in. Special shout out to every sponsor and supporter of this podcast. I truly couldn't do this every week without you. So sincerely from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you. Uh, Got a quick question for you. Have you ever gone through a situation or are you going through a situation uh, that you feel like is going to break you? Uh, But perhaps that situation didn't come to break you, but maybe it came to make you. I was at a lunch meeting the other day and something was said that uh, resonated with me, not because it was the first time I heard it, but it stuck with me because I've heard it before, just not in that way. And what was said was that uh, your purpose is in your pain. Um, And I'm going to say that again. Your purpose is in your pain. Now, to me, that resonated with me because I'm very passionate about young people. And I feel like my purpose is uh, to play a role in preparing young people um, for success, basically, to overcome mistakes of their past so that they don't have to go through necessarily the things that I've gone through. And I'm passionate because as a kid, I can remember um, being sad all the time, low self-esteem, trying to fit in. And maybe it was because I grew up without my biological father and I didn't really see or have a blueprint of what a happy marriage supposed to look like. Um, so again, I tried to fit in with every and anything that I could try to fit into and things just didn't quite work out because I hadn't found myself. I hadn't found my purpose. I was living the pain. I was enduring, um, pain, but I didn't find the purpose in the pain because I didn't realize that the pain was supposed to push me towards my purpose. In other words, I hadn't figured out how to turn that pain into a gain. You get where I'm coming from? Um, So what I want you to think about as we're talking is that situation that you feel like is about to overpower you or that situation where you see or you hear about on the news and it really gets your blood boiling. You really get upset about it and, and you really feel bothered by it. What if I told you that perhaps you're supposed to do something about it? Now, I got my co-host in here for those of y'all who've been wondering where she's been at. So uh, without further ado, I got Queen Nikki in the building and Queen Nikki is going to come up to the microphone and she's going to tell you a little bit about going uh from pain to gain or turning your purpose um and uh turning your pain into a purpose so to speak uh queen nikki hello 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 Thank you so much for having me back, King Genesis. Right on, right on, right on. Hey, it's back by popular demand. I got to do what the people say. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, hey, where Queen Nikki at? Kind of hurt my feelings. Like, you don't want to talk to your boy. You know what of I'm saying? They, of course they love you. Of course they love you. They just want some extra love. That's right. That's um, right. Time, but I can remember um, when I graduated from Fort Valley. And I was bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. I just came out the books. I knew everything it was about life, right? Mm -hmm. And so I um, recall one of the major jobs that I got after was working with the Department of Family and Children's Services. Let let me tell you, that was a painful time of my life. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how unprepared I was for life until I got there. I can recall in training, 
we had to sit through different court cases. And this is these are real life events. Like this is not TV. It's not scripted. This is people that are going through very traumatic, very painful uh situations. So I remember one of the cases that I had to sit in on was a judge making the decision on whether to terminate the parental rights of parents. And it was wow. a husband and a wife and they had children. Um unfortunately one of the one of the children, the the older gentleman, um, I think he was maybe sixteen or seventeen, mm-hmm. uh, he suffered with a mental disorder. And he was so strong, like physically strong. And so at one point he overpowered his younger sister um, in a, in a, a volatile way. And so they had to, they couldn't get him off. They had Mm -hmm. to run and get his father to come up to the home to help break up the, the, um, the situation where the older brother was overpowering the younger sister. And I think she was maybe six or seven. Mm. And so it it was heartbreaking. Um, And um, apparently it wasn't the first time that this had happened. And so that's what led uh, the Department of Family and Children's Services to get involved and to go to court to make the decision, like, you can't keep your child from hurting your child. Mm. And so with that, they made the decision to terminate these people's parental rights. And I the, the cry that came from not only the parents, but the, the family was heartbreaking. I was thinking to myself, I didn't learn this in the books. <laughs> right, right. So so <clears throat> let me get this right. Um, so we talking about when you say terminating parental rights, um, for those who don't understand, we talking about parents that um, are going through court proceedings where the mm-hmm. judge is literally taking um the custody basically mm-hmm. um, from the parents. And right. again, you slip a, a word, you slip the word in here. Uh-oh. I wasn't going to say nothing, but you know, you always slipping in words in here. So we want to make sure these listeners as well as myself know what you're talking about. So you slip that word volatile in oh, here. Like okay. you said, the, 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 the oldest son had, mm-hmm. had overpowered the sister in a volatile way. Now right. you got to break down volatile for us. Well, some of us may not be comprehending what you mean. Right you go. <laughs> it, it was it was a violent or okay. very aggressive or he was attacking her in a way that she couldn't get away wow so so that was the issue and i again like i said i thought to myself like i'm not prepared for this i didn't learn this in the, this book like this right. is somebody's real life pain that mm-hmm. i'm experiencing but I had responsibilities. I was like, you know, I'm still gung ho thinking I can save the world because right. I just got out these books. So I'm going right. to keep going. I'm ready to use it. <laughs> so um, I kept going, stayed there for more years and many, many more years. And I remember the case that like that was the one that turned my turned my world upside down. So it was a 10 month old baby. And the mother had gone off somewhere and her boyfriend was keeping the baby and (laughs) they had to rush the baby to the hospital. And I remember the chief of police came to defects because we have to talk about our court cases uh, every week before we go. We have to talk about it with the attorneys Mm -hmm. and then we'll go to 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 court and then we'll present it. Um, So the case was the 10 month old babies was with the. Um, mother's boyfriend and the mother's boyfriend um, overpowered the baby in a sexual way. No. Wow. Um, and the the kicker was that when the mother found out, 
the instead of her you know being outraged and she proceeded to take a q-tip and place a baby wipe over the Mm q-tip and swab out the baby's area Mm -hmm. so that the um they couldn't pick up any dna to basically try to protect the boyfriend protect the boyfriend wow right and so it was so many case managers and attorneys and things that were crying and I wasn't, I didn't cry. And it it was at that moment I realized I'm getting numb to this mm. and I'm not in a place to where I can be effective mm-hmm. for these people going through pain because it's not bothering me anymore. And I didn't want to be numb to that. That's not something that you, you become numb to. And that, hurt me because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking like, my God, this is 10 month old. And you know, this is a very traumatic situation. I got to do something. I got to do something else. Right. And it's a real situation a because real um, people in, are encountering that. So let me ask you this. How did you uh, take that place of pain and, and, and turn it into a, a source for, for gain? Or how did you turn that pain into purpose, so to speak? So I realized that a lot of what these people need was a little bit more in depth than what I had. And so I, that propelled me or that pushed me to go back to school, (laughs) back to school. And I, I, I started a degree for mental health clinical counseling because this is the mindset. I, I had to dig a little bit deeper into the mindset of these people because they needed some help. There was something going on with them. And I remember vividly being in, in, in school for the mental health clinical counseling. And one of the classes that I did not want to take was trauma and grief. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just got out of a, <laughs> a traumatic, like X amount of years at department of family children services. I don't want to relieve. Right. I don't want to relive this again. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to see this. This is a, it's another sad situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this is going to be heartbreaking to sit through these classes. And I just, uh. and so my teacher kind of said something along the lines of what you heard at um, your meeting mm-hmm. about um, turning your pain into purpose. And that, that bothers you. That's where you will get your, your, um your purpose from. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, he was like, you're, you're trying to dodge this topic, mm-hmm. but maybe this is the topic that you'll be the most effective in. And I'm like, I'm not, but I'm going to get this, you know, I'm going to get this A or this B. Right. I'm going to pass this class. <laughs> I'm going to pass this class. <laughs> get this grade. Right. Because you know I paid for it, but yeah. I'm not. But, it's but more, it was more to it, it than was, just it that really grade. It really was. It really was. And now looking back on it, I realized like, okay, this is, this was preparing me for the purpose. So again, like I said, I still fought it. I sat through the class. I learned it all. And it wasn't until I lost, um, a relative very, very close to me, my oldest brother, mm-hmm. when he passed away, there was this dark cloud over my head. And I was like, I can't see my way through this because it was a it was a sudden thing because all of my other relatives, you know, they were up in age or the ones that were up that weren't up in age. I was too young for it to really, really sting as bad as it did when he passed away. So right. it was that just rocked my world. Right. And so we had a class at our church for grief counseling. And when I went through the class, I thought to myself like, Oh, okay. This is what all of this, this pain, this is where it's coming. It's coming to a head now because I thought to myself, 
it's not about when you start how you're so under a cloud or you're, you're, you don't feel like your life is going to move forward or you can't see your way through it. Mm-hmm. It's about the joy of getting forward or getting through to the other side, mm-hmm. because it's not about staying in that place of um, heartbreak or uh, grief is about pushing forward because I'm pretty sure that whomever it is that you lost or whatever traumatic situation that it was that you went through, mm-hmm. that was to push you into a direction where you can continue to help somebody else. You can get, you can pull somebody else along with you. Wow. And so I did fight against the trauma of, of working at defects and I fought against the trauma of taking that class. But I, I, I realized in going through the grief counseling myself that this is an area where a lot of those situations at defects may not have come to pass if they had somebody to talk to them or somebody that they could talk to comfortably about the trauma that they have experienced, because it could have been that these people, people were victims of uh, trauma themselves, or Mm -hmm. they had grief that has um, taken them and kept them in the midst of that storm that they can't get through. So that, that kind of pushed me, empowered me. And I, I turned that pain into gain. So now my focus, um, now I'm going, I'm going to try and go back to school. <laughs> I'm going to go back to school because I want to dig a little bit deeper into trauma and into grief because I want to help. I, I remember vividly how I looked and how I felt and how I saw the other people in that grief class, how they looked when we first started. Mm-hmm. But I also remember how they looked and how they were it was a, it, it seemed like the cloud had broke open mm-hmm. and it was sun shining down on them. And, you know, not literally, but in a, in a mental sense of they were able to actually see like the, 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 the sun again. Right. Almost. And, and this so, was towards the ending of the right, counseling. So was, you saw the beginning stage mm-hmm. um, to the ending stage. Right. And another thing that I want to point out um, that's, that's clear in my ear is um, you consistently talking about, um, education. Um, And I think that's important for the listeners because when you know better, you do better. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we're in situations where we're just doing the best we can. We're just doing what we know. Uh, But sometimes doing the best we can isn't enough. Sometimes doing what we know isn't enough because sometimes we just don't know enough. And sometimes we're doing ourselves and possibly others a disservice because we're only doing what we know. Uh, So sometimes we have to go a little bit further. We got to dig a little bit deeper and put forth a little bit more effort. So for you that are dealing with some situations right now um, that's painful to you that you haven't been able to overcome and that you're enduring and you want to know, hey, how am I going to get through this situation? How am I going to get through this pain? How can I turn my purpose into pain or how can I go from pain to gain? And you're listening to this right now. One thing is clear is education. Now, it doesn't have to be a formal educational institute. You don't have to go to college necessarily per se, but you may have to pick up a book on certain topics. Right. You may have to go talk to a professional about a certain situation like you were just talking about grief counseling and so have you so um for the listeners that's going through a situation right now where you felt like this situation is going to break you what does this have to do with you well it's simple right you're listening to this podcast right because for some reason you don't know why you get upset when you hear things like police brutality right you don't know why you get upset when you hear that adults are manipulating and molesting children right you get upset when you see uh 
um, someone defenseless that can't defend themselves and they're being bullied in school, right? Or maybe you were bullied in school, right? But this situation here is to tell you that it's not there to break you, but it's there to make you. So you can turn that pain into purpose or you can turn that pain into gain, right? You can take the, the, the frustration, you can take the anger, you can take the hurt, right? Channel it into positive energy, right? To get yourself to a point and a purpose and a place to where you say, hey, no more. I'm going to do something about this. But in order for you to do something about it, you got to know what to do. You got to know how to do it. So what I want you to do is think about that thing right now that you're going through or that you have gone through, right? I want you to think about a reason bigger than yourself, right? A reason bigger than yourself that will push you and motivate you to get through that thing because sometimes when it's just you, you'll give up. Well, I can't deal with this. I'm frustrated, right? Case in point, in my situation, right? Growing up without a father, growing up in a broken household, which whatever you want to call it, growing up poor, growing up struggling, right? I could have just been like, look, I don't know what to do. I ain't never had had nothing. My mom and them ain't never had nothing. So I ain't gonna never have nothing. My father wouldn't nothing. I ain't gonna be nothing. You know, you probably heard that before. Now, if I would have just taken that information and, and allowed it to be the end all be all for me, then I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in now. But it was something about that situation that bothered me to the point where I had to go do something about it. Right. I had to change my situation. And in order to change my situation, I had to change myself. Now, Queen Nikki, what it sounds like that you're saying is in order for you to change the situation, you had to change yourself now although you had gotten one degree right and you were working in a field where you thought your degree was suitable enough but when you started experiencing firsthand the pain that other people were going through right the heart that you have right you started feeling like wait there's more because right. I can't be as effective, right, without more knowledge and more information. So sometimes it's all about just grabbing more information. Now, let me ask you this. How does it feel now knowing that you've gone from that point, right, that pain point, and you've channeled from that pain, turned it into a purpose, and now you're in a place of gain? How does it make you feel now when you're able to apply that knowledge or able to apply your experiences to help somebody else overcome something that they're dealing with that they feel like might break them? It makes me feel really, really good um, because I felt I felt just as defenseless as some of those victims. I wasn't able to help anybody. I could only listen. But now having that going back and, you know, saying I, I, I want to get more information, I want to get more knowledge or education so that I can really, really help that really does something for you that empowers you in a way that is almost unexplainable. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I, like I said, it's unexplainable, but I do know that I could not help change the world if I didn't start with me. And I knew that if it kept bothering me, that this is something that I needed to take action on. And even though I fought it, even though I was like, I don't want to be in trauma or grief. Um, I don't want to be in that arena there's a need there because this is, like you said, it's bigger than me. It's not about how I how I on, only feel about, you know, I don't want to be sad and so on and so forth. Right. It's about the people. Somebody is going through something mm -hmm. that they need from me. And God placed this gift inside of me. He placed a, a, a loving spirit inside of me to where I can pour into somebody and it not bring me down. Mm -hmm. And it not... Um, affect me in such a way that I won't be able to have more love for somebody else and more love for somebody else. So I can continue to move in a direction that people need me to go in. So I, I feel great. I feel great. And I know that that painful time in my life, 
um, it, it has powered this purpose. And I'm going to I'm going full steam ahead. Outstanding. Now, so what I want you to do who are listening to this and you're not sure um, if you have a purpose. Right. Again, I want you to go back to that place where you felt the most pain and the most hurt or the most embarrassment or the most shame. Right. I want you to take all of those emotions that you felt right now. Take those emotions and turn it into energy. Right. We're going to take that energy and turn it into action right now. What kind of action are we talking about? We're going to start doing something right. That will uh, position you to be effective, not just in changing your own situation, but changing the situation of others around you because whether you believe it or not there is somebody that's connected to you right now that's um, either in your direct circle or indirectly connected to you or someone in your circle that's going through something that you've gone through right or are about to go through something that you've experienced and your experience your knowledge your passion right can be that one thing that put them in a different space or change the trajectory of their path to lead them from going from a place of defeat and failure and shame right to a place of victory overcoming right um because sometimes we don't know uh sometimes we are ashamed and sometimes we keep our mouths closed because we don't want people to know but sometimes it's being evident that not sometimes but most times that very thing that we are embarrassed or ashamed to talk about is the very thing that somebody else is gonna need to pull them out i like that i'm gonna say that again that very thing that we are afraid or ashamed to talk about is what somebody else is gonna need to pull them out so queen nikki just shared all of these uh stories to you this experience and even her thirst for education right so that it can pull you to a level of knowing so what if you're a certain age and you feel like well um i thought i learned everything i was supposed to learn (laughs) listen you have to get to a place where you are a constant learner right that means life has to be a more of a journey as opposed to a destination, right? Because one thing for sure is that once we reach that destination, there's nowhere else to go. So what we want to do is we want to embrace the journey of life. We want to embrace the journey of experiences and encounters and the missteps and mistakes of our past. And we want to redirect the mistakes and missteps of others. Right. So that they don't fall into the same traps that we fall into, which is the purpose of this podcast episode right now to tell you that you can turn your pain into purpose and you can shift right the atmosphere or the situation that you're encountering and you yourself can go from a place of pain to a place of gain listen i need your help if you've been enjoying the king speaks podcast then i need for you to go ahead and click the support option to support this podcast with a monthly donation as little as 99 cents to help sustain future episodes also don't forget to follow me at king genesis on instagram and twitter and genesis pope on facebook thank you What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? I want to thank you for taking time to listen in. That's going to be a wrap for this episode. Hey, listen, gravity and negative energy is always at work to pull you down. That's why on the King Speaks podcast, we don't say hold it down. We say hold it up now. So until next week, hold it up, King. Hold it up, Queen. Go in peace.